The following is an original audio series from Sierra International Machinery, Pile of Scrap, with your host, John Sacco. Well, we're here, Lewis Salvage, and welcome to a mini session of Pile of Scrap. Mini session. Um, Pile of Scrap. You love that name, right? Pile of Scrap. It's a good podcast name. With Mike Lewis and his son, Carrie. It's good to be here, guys. You know, we spent last night together and today, and this is different because the podcasts that we do at Sierra, you know, bring more information about the recycling industry, but what's the different altogether? Because we're talking about third generation scrap guy right here, right? Fourth. Fourth. Yeah. That's right, Grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Give me that history real quick. Okay. Great Grandpa Morris, Grandpa Abraham Magazine. My dad, Elmer Lewis, myself, Mike, Gary. Okay. Morris and Abe came together. Abe, Abe Magazine, Junk and Coal was the name of his business started. Sometime in the 30s. Do you remember what age you were when you said, this is for me? I'm going to be a scrap guy like my dad, like uh, my grandpa? Well, you know, I, I don't know. It was... It was in the early 20s, really. I mean, it wasn't when I was like in high school or grade school or playing with the crane and the magnets, but I knew college wasn't me and scrap was. So <laughs> was that the first 20s. week in college or first day no, in college? No, that was after three colleges I got in and out of. So <laughs> it took me a while to beat myself up a little bit before I realized that it was time to be a scrap guy. What about you? I always wanted to be a scrap guy. I was just told I couldn't be a scrap guy. You couldn't be? Didn't, shouldn't be a scrap guy. I should put it like that. Oh, you don't want to do this. This is not what you want to do. I tell my daughter that. Yeah. And I, I don't blame I tell my kids that too. I tell Giovanna, go big, Gio. I go, scrap's been good, but you're going to USC. Find, you're going to have friends, and you're going to meet their dad, and then he's going to be incredibly wealthy. Find out what he does and do what he does. <laughs> Remember, whatever you tell somebody, they want to do it. Do the okay, opposite. So, you know, they do the opposite. So, yeah. look, you know, I had Geo. You know, it's interesting. She worked for me this summer for th uh, three weeks. Didn't know that. Uh, and I gotta tell you, she was a stud in marketing. She <laughs> really worked with Lindsay really well. Yeah. So I think it was really good. So you went to DePaul. I went to DePaul in Chicago. I got my four-year degree in two years and nine months. Why so fast? Do everything fast. <laughs> You're not like guy. the old bull. You don't know the story of the old bull and the young bull, do you? And we'll leave out some of the de details. No. Well, young bull says, old bull, let's run down there and get us one. And old bull says, let's walk down and get them all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would have figured it out halfway there. <laughs> I mean, to me, Giovanna wanted to get out of SC early. She goes, well, Dad, I could grab... No. I told her no. No. Because after college... Once you're in the business world. Yeah, you're not going back. You're not going back. But that's all I wanted to do. Yeah. I didn't, just like him, I didn't want to go to, I mean, I, college wasn't for me. But you got the scrapbook. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, I like deals. I liked oh, that's moving fine. stuff. I liked, I liked it okay, all. Okay, so when you came to L.A. in 2011, mm -hmm. okay, there's that picture over there with you and Scott Waddle and, mm -hmm. and General Stanley McChrystal. You were still at DePaul, right? Senior year, I was three, four weeks away from coming to work. I was, cl I was close. Because that would have been in April. I graduated in June. So by that point, we knew I was coming back. I was taking a couple weeks off, and then we were diving in. 
that's how it all played out. So here we are, 30 years. We, your dad and I met 30 years ago in September. Right. And you bought a shear from us. You're one of the first people that believed in what we were doing at Sierra. Okay. But during this whole process, we created a friendship. Right. That is really, it's amazing. And that's the beauty of, of all why we're sitting here today. Mm -hmm. This is all about being friends. Right. And then you, you know, I've told you this a couple of times. I don't ever look at you as a kid anymore. You're, you're my peer. Um, yeah, you're Mike's son, but you created your own, you know, that persona, who right. you are, that I respect already. I mean, yeah. it's like, I don't, I don't need to look at, oh, you're just a young punk. No, hell no, no. Carrie. You know what you're doing, and I love it. Yeah. And your wife, what a great story last night. Mm -hmm. Your wife, immigrant from Poland. Mm -hmm. Her mom, by herself. Mm-hmm worked her how many different jobs mm -hmm. for to make sure Allie had what she needed. Yeah. You know, we're lucky that, you know, I can get this, had this opportunity by my mom and dad. They don't, not a lot of kids get as much go as I got. You know, your son told me in Chicago, my parents work. That's all they do. That's all they work. They go to the yard, they work in the scrapyard, and they go home and they work at the house. Mr. and Mrs. Work. You could, you, you could. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm not saying no, anything, but you know, there's those little things. You guys go to the Caymans every year for your yearly vacation. Yep. But we need to start seeing you and Rita at a week over, maybe out of D.C., seeing her brother and coming to an yeah. Esri event or coming out to Vegas as you head out to California to cruise the coast. So we need to see more of that, Mike. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll uh, pick that up coming up here. So. Well, you, this kid yeah. knows how to carry the football. Yeah, you Somebody, know, you're, you're, somebody's got to teach him, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so who's going to teach these old dogs new tricks, huh? I don't know. Now you, you we, get don't, your... we don't really need to be taught. We just need to be prodded. <laughs> <laughs> prodded out here. Well... We don't yeah. have any, you got, I love in this office you have all the scales. We don't have any cattle prods in here, do you, Kerry? Yeah, well. No? Nothing we don't? Like a yardstick, same thing. No? A lot of changes here, 30 years. Yeah. You sit up here now and you look out. Yeah. Look out over here to the west. Yep, mm -hmm. straight west. That's the old Lewis Salvage warehouse and office. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The old yeah. scale house was over there till 97. Uh, and then we built this building in 97, 98, first stage of it, and then added on where the Rev 2 is in uh, 20, uh, 2012, moved the Rev in in winter of 2013. Five acres to how many acres? I think there's 70 inside the city limits altogether at the three locations. Is that right? 60, 70? Yeah, right in there. You know, we don't ever add them together. Yeah. 300,000 square feet under under roof, yeah. among everything, you know, so. You and I always joked a long time ago how how big you were. You're huge, you know, yeah. just for fun, just, yeah. you know. And, and now, if you look back from where you were in 1989 to now, yeah. it, it's really, well, even it's impressive. You, you, well, even as you go back into, you know, the Akron yard, you know, mm -hmm. a quarter acre. And part of that had a house on it, mm -hmm. you know. A quarter of an acre was operated on at the beginning. And then, you know, Grandpa's place downtown I showed you this morning was 
a half an acre or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it's grown. You know, I, I was telling Darren last night that I probably have spent at that, well, it's now the window, which used to be the Holiday Inn that used to be yeah. my headquarters before yeah. I started spending the night at your house. Yep. That I'd probably spent minimum 40, 50 nights at that Holiday Inn, when you think of it, because there was three installations. There was your first 380. Yeah. Wabash. That's Bosey. Okay. In the sub-zero, minus 48 degree weather. Yeah. Alan Goldberg, Hartford City, Indiana. Yeah. Because, you know, all the installations and training, you know, there were a week. So those are seven nights. So, right. so that's 21 days. Yeah. Let alone all the many times I came back through here and used this as my base. Mm -hmm. yeah. To go Michigan, Ohio, southern Indiana. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of those customers came here to see the machines work, too. Yeah. Remember? And so you were back. But you were staying with us quite a bit too. Yeah, so. I, yeah so I've, I've spent a lot of time. I love it. You should have bought that house across the street. I would have been eaten by bees. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, the story goes, yeah. <laughs> I, I love, look, I love Indiana. Indiana, this state, and the people have been amazing to me. Okay? Yep. And I find a real connection. You know, we joke back home again in Indiana, but I get out here and there's a sense of home here. I, I don't know what it is. You know, my mom's from Oklahoma. Okay, mm -hmm. and my dad came from Italy, but a small mountain town. So I was never big city John. Okay, I was always from the roots, right? But in 1994, um, engaged to Monica and told her, you know, we might move to Indiana because it's the center of where I need to be. Because mm -hmm. you know there was, okay, we only had a couple salesmen, right? Right. So it wasn't like Sierra was the size that we are today, right? And so came out. So one summer day, we're out. You were there, and all the family were outside mm -hmm. barbecuing in the summer. And I mean, it was a swarm of mosquitoes. And I kept going. This really, <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't know that yeah. for as many times as I've been here. Yeah. So I go back to Bakersfield, and it was 110 degrees that day. I'll never forget. It, it was in July, and I remember being outside at a wedding. And it was just miserably hot, but I was out. I remember, oh, there's no bugs here. No. Well, we'll stay put here. Yeah. I'll just travel to Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Came yeah. this close, though. Yeah. Well, we still welcome you back. Well, every time, you know. <laughs> this is a great place, great memories. So now, how many years now have you owned Mike Gill Auto? So we bought the auto parts yard in 2015. Um, that fall of the year, we did a big demolition, uh, demolition job in Indianapolis. So we went right from the demo job, which is a big one for me, kind of personally, running a yard or running an area, a project two hours away. Um, well, that's when you bought the 750. Now, yeah. you had sold your shears. You, you at some point, were, you were done. Yep, we sold the shears and picked up a mobile shredder, used it for a while, and then this opportunity in Indianapolis came around and went down there and did that job and then moved the 750 up here. And then so, you guys bought Gil Auto. Yeah. Came back, finished, we were cleaning up that job, and before we really got it, really, it went from one right to the next. And then you bought Meyer 11. Oh, we found a building on the north side of town that we helped clean up. Started looking at it one day and going, you know, we, actually we were watching these guys wash the inside of the building down and clean it up, and we go, it's a really nice building. <laughs> well, there was two buildings. 200 and some thousand square feet, and we thought, 
surely there's something we could do with this building. And right on the backside of doing the guild deal, yeah, we closed on we, the building, and we, we we did the we did this complex on the north side of town, and it's been a good good asset. So, so how much more growth can you personally tolerate? You know, I'm I'm done buying property. You know, whatever he whatever he wants to do from here on. You know, um, little uh, not, you know he can take care of it. I don't want to say little known fact, but anybody who knows your dad knows. That he'd rather be in his caterpillar crane, yeah. with material handler, loading trucks. Yeah. Yeah, two cell phones. And I always thought you had a fax machine in that dog. No. <laughs> Everybody accused me of that. No. <laughs> no. You sat on where yeah, I had you to the yeah. to the farms. You know, you you know what the next move is. Yeah. You know, you sat on one of them mowers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's what your son says because yeah. my parents all they work. So, <laughs> you you sit in your caterpillar crane and you're the happiest when you're loading trucks yeah. and then. Come Saturday, Sunday, got to mow the woods. Yeah, yeah. You got a fleet of mowers. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's an arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever get on one for the hell of it? No, no I don't mow. I hate mowing. <laughs> yeah. I'd pay somebody Youth else to today. mow. Yeah, I wouldn't no. mow either. <laughs> no, I'd I'd rather plant seed, fix stuff. Do you have a garden? You say plant seed? You grow? No, like fix my grass. I'd rather have that golf course, nice grass, you know, sort of thing. Now, do you play? Oh yeah. How about you? you what golf? No, I picked it up after a couple times a year. After college, after high school, I picked it up. Something to do. I couldn't swing a golf club now. Oh yeah, you got a broken wing. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Might need to get that thing fixed. Maybe. What do you think, Carrie? Should he get his own? Yeah, he'll get it fixed. You need to get it fixed, man. Maybe. You're too young. We're close. You sound like a surgeon. Nah, you're just too young. You got to get those things. Yeah. Right. Although I don't think I have a rotator cuff. I get back here and I throw yeah. like hundred thousand pitches to my son over the years in the backyard, yeah. throwing balls. And I ended your oldest son Michael's <laughs> fledging baseball career. Poor guy. That's what you, that you you got Mike out of the scrap business. That's what yeah. ruined it. So for those who listen to this, put a ball on a baseball tee. Mike might go out there in the yard because you have all this space, and I'll hit you some balls, you know. Me being the coach, I'm a coach. Yeah. So I hit this line shot right at him, and I'm looking, and I'm going, oh, get the glove. <laughs> get, 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 wham, right here in the chin. That was it. Baseball was over for Michael. Yeah. yeah. He had the baseball threads in his chin. Poor guy. I felt horrible. He turned yeah. out just fine. No, yeah. of course he's fine. You know, <laughs> you're blessed. You're a father that has three kids that yeah. are, are very productive people, and uh, now you just get to have enjoy the grandkids. Yeah. Eh? How many grandkids? Three. Rooney, Callahan, and Granger. None one alike. Not one alike. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. You love those kids, though. Oh, oh man, I get—I always get the photos from, from Dad. Yeah, I send you the photos. I always send me the photo. Mm-hmm. You know, Rooney man now. How old is he? Nine. Seven. 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 Seven, six, and four. Okay, Three. which one of your grandkids love the scrap business? Callahan. Yeah, the middle one, I'm guessing. Really? Yeah. yeah. Likes them trucks and stuff. Does he ask you to go to work with him? He yeah, he, he asks. They think they're coming to work when they're of age. Uh-oh. You got Rooney that I think's like his dad. You got Callahan that's like Kerry, and you got Granger that I think, TBD. He could, I think he could be in Hollywood. 
Okay, he's <laughs> he's he's gonna he can be an actor. But you're gonna be you're Hollywood now. You're yeah, gonna be a film now, yeah, huh? Hollywood I Louis. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Your nickname, Laidback Louis. Mm-hmm. I'm still not positive how he get how he got that name and how people think we're so cool all the time. But well, you guys are always smiling. I guess that's it. You know, there was okay. So I posted a picture today on LinkedIn saying, "Back home again in Indiana, celebrating 30 years of friendship with Mike Lewis, right, and family." One guy chimes in. Guy, both your dad and I were chapter presidents with yep. at Isri. Said that Mike was always keeping the smiles. You know, always smiling. And and I think, you know, your demeanor to a lot of people is laid back because it's not aggressive. You're smiling, but you always told it like you never sugarcoated anything. No, no sugarcoat with Dad. We don't know how he doesn't know how we don't know how. But but when you're doing it with a smile, it's a whole different thing. You Mm -hmm. don't have that growl on your face. No, that's a blessing you have. You know that, right? Yeah, I guess. Well, we're missing Rita, your mom, your wife. Got a little laid up with a little early winter flu. Got that flu bug or some kind of sickness going. You know, when I first met you back 30 years ago, you were less than two months old mm-hmm. and you were in the middle of the living room floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you know, when we were negotiating on the shear, you kept saying Rita, you know, Rita, and I didn't know Rita was wife. And who, who's Rita? And somebody, or somehow, I missed the wife part and I got accountant part. Mm-hmm. And then I realized Rita was the wife mm-hmm. and the boss. Yeah. You like to think you're the boss, but... No, I never thought I was the boss. <laughs> no, remember, I'm just a crane operator. That's what I tell everybody. Yeah. Which is just fine. That's funny. How's working for mom? I, I get to work with my mom and dad every day. Not a lot of people get that opportunity. No. And I, I bet you there's more people who say they would never want to. There's, yeah, who would dismiss it. But we make it work. Sure you do. We're doing it for eight, nine years now. So a lot of, lot of, lot of kids would have gone packing after a couple. But I had a good opportunity here. Wow. It's, it's what you guys have done since you've joined and the yeah. expansion that I've seen. And, you know, the expansion isn't so much, you know, all but it just... To the common sense growth. Yeah. Doing it methodically. Yeah. Without putting yourself in a lot of debt and stress to do it. Right. Taking what you earn here mm-hmm. and putting it back in. Yeah. Know? That's been our theory. I mean, you know, Sierra Hell, we have 72,000 square feet of manufacturing capacity now mm-hmm. in Jessup, Georgia. Yeah. We just finished the one here a few months back mm-hmm. for the new 24,000 square foot. It's a beautiful plant. Yeah. And because I don't see it every day, when I say it, sometimes I can't. Yeah. Right. Sort of hard to believe. Yeah, because I've been at 1620 East Brundage Lane in Bakersfield at 18 acres all my life. You yeah, know? Right. I went down there, swept the floors at Sierra Bag Company, yeah. and then... Uh, yeah. It is hard to believe sometimes yeah. that you do some of the things that we do. Yeah. And have gotten as big as we've gotten in the last couple of years. And maybe maybe big's not the right word. Just it's totally changed. Well, it's, your it's dad a was different. A huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one minor step. You know these are you know it's funny just just jokes back from all those years ago. Just joking, whatever this. Yeah. I don't know, you know, and you because you know you guys have been surrounded. Think about this. You were surrounded 
by Omnisource. Uh-huh. Now it's Omnisource Metal X. Yep. And then who was the guy in Elkhart with the shredder? Uh, who had the shredder up there? What Sturgis was Iron and Metal. Sturgis mm-hmm. Iron. Yeah. Yeah, Mervis to the south. Yeah. Well, all the Levens. Yeah. Right. You know the Girdlers to the west. You know there. There's. You know, we compete. You know we do what we do, and they do what they do, and. You know, we do business with them, and some of them, and some of them we don't. And We're in an active market, and that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, but you, you know, it, it would be a real fumble if you don't make money cutting iron in northern Indiana. But you know, well, there's some people who haven't. Well, there's some people you know, gone. It's a real fumble that that happened. To yeah. Me well, them, so. I always say your success, Lewis Salvage's success, is really based on the fact that, and you've got that. Carry, but your dad's word was it, man. Yeah. I tell people all the time, you know, who don't know Mike very well, your dad, so you, you don't get it. You could leave Mike Lewis a million dollars in cash and say, I'll be back in 10 years. And the day you walk in, you go, here you go. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have any contracts with any of our accounts no, until. It's your entire, it's your word. Two years ago. See, that's, it, it, that's so old school, if you think right. about it. How many people can you really do big business with today? Without a contract, not any. You unfortunately, and we've we've gone that direction, but we still do a lot on a handshake. Well, you do, and people. Well, you've always done what you say you're going to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, it, it's not like people say, "Well, what's it like doing business with Lewis Salvage?" Well, you better watch your wallet. You you know, no, no, no. You know, and that and that. We don't give anybody any que- ever any question no. to to or room to question anything that we do or don't do. And, and if we can't do it, we tell people we can't do it. Yeah. And so that way we're not given a false hope or false sense of what yeah, we can that, can't Yeah, do. that's the beauty. I mean, you know, again, you guys here in Indiana, this is the Midwest, which I always call the real America, okay, where America is really still, Amer- where you can find what right. we were supposed to live in where you do business, a transaction, and hey, I'm doing it, oh, fine, and you do it, and you keep doing it, and, and, mm-hmm. and you don't ever have to do this. My dad had a t- saying in Italian, fa bene scorda, fa bene scorda, fa male pensa, which means do good and forget about it, or do bad and you have to you know, always look over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't ever have to look over your shoulder? Yep. No, we want to sleep well at night every night. <laughs> yeah, well, George Adams, okay, you know, he did a podcast, and he wrote a book, book, and I was reading his book, he says he sleeps real well every night because, yeah. you know, stay the high ground. Well, if you know George, he sleeps two hours a night. I go, yeah. well, two hours sleeping well every yeah. night is so <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. Yeah. You know, and, and that is, that's just the cornerstone of Lewis Alvarez right yeah. there. Your integrity. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of simple. It's in a lot of respect. You're smart, though. You guys understand commodities and trading and hedging which is important with all the volumes mm-hmm. and stuff that you handle. It's almost simple. It's not, it's not, it's, you know, hold on. This business is not simple. But my point of being simple is, is how much of your reputation allows those doors to open as you go? Yeah. Well, that's all you got sometimes. Okay, you reputation. be the young buck, all right? And you're out there and following dad and all. Yeah. You probably didn't get, I mean, you you get resistance, but you don't get any of that 
resistance of, hmm, I've um, heard bad things about Luther. No, never have to fight any of that. No, I, I fight my long hair more than I'd fight any, any other sentiment, you know. <laughs> but I think people are coming around to that, too. I, I, I am and was young, you know. You are young. No, yeah. Nobody believes a 25-year-old. Yeah. No. Not so much. Maybe, Not like trying know. to get a million-dollar deal. But No, that's true. I, I think, uh, who knows? I mean, I think, though, again, back to just the basic foundation of Lewis Alge. Just your word is it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's all. It's very, like I said, that's what makes it simple to me. Yeah. Yeah. By being here all these years later, I think, for us and seeing your kid grow up, yeah. literally. Yeah. From... <laughs> this little kid in swaddling clothes mm-hmm. in the middle of a floor. Yeah. You couldn't even roll over when I first met you. Oh, I was like two months old. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, then no. I learned about, okay, all you kids would go to bed. And so we'd go downstairs in the basement on the old State Route 15 house. Yeah. I learned about tornado warnings. Tornado, you know, I, I, what is that? <laughs> you know. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of stuff learned out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the weather changes every 15 minutes yeah. in this state. And you just you know, got, got to be prepared. I have know. survived in Indiana doing a machine installation of 48, minus 48 degrees. All right. Dodging lightning bolts in Hartford City. Literally yeah. running for cover. Driving home from, Wars- from Wabash to uh, home. Here I call oh. Warsaw. I'm calling oh. Warsaw home. That's how I. Go. <coughs> You're me. driving back at, uh, at the end of the day <coughs> in a blinding snowstorm. You couldn't see which way the road went. Right. And also rain at uh, thunderstorms. Same thing. You couldn't see. Right. Antonio, Shorty, great times. Yeah. Well, guys, listen. We're gonna wrap it up here, but you know what, Carrie, I'm gonna give you a last word for you. What do you got to? What do, what do people need to know about you? Tell us something. Oh, Come on, man. Gary. Tell us something. Tell us a story about mom, dad. Tell us something. Oh, putting me on the spot here. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, 60 I, minutes. Yeah, I can tell you. The, the, so the first thing dad told me to do, I came back from college. The first thing he tells me to do, clean that golf cart off. We're going to need it. <laughs> first thing I did is clean the golf clean cart the off. Clean the golf cart off. And that was so we could go around the yard and he could start showing me what was what. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I'm a lucky kid to yeah, you are. do what I do here. But you know what? You're creating your own luck, too. Yeah. yeah. You really are, Gary. Yeah, this proud is, of you, what you. the man you've turned into. And you've got to be proud of yourself. Very proud. Yeah. yeah. Johnny, it's good to have you back in Indiana, you know, and you and Phil and everybody and your dad. May rest in peace, you know. I mean, we just... He loved you, Mike. I know. He was a great guy. We talked about him, some of the stories. Some of the times he'd call me up on the phone and complain about the prices and stuff like that, you know. So hats off to the Sierra team, that's for sure, you know. A great 30 years of friendship and everything that goes along with this business and all my buddies from Misery and everything. So glad to have you down for the day. Thank you. Yeah, sorry, Rita, missed you, but... Oh, well. She'll pull it together. She knows I love she's, her. She's tough. <laughs> she's she's very tough. tough. She'll be all right. So, well, listen, yeah. both of you, thank you. Yeah. God bless you both. And yep. to another, more than three, how about another 60 years? <laughs> Let's double that, right? There you go. Mm-hmm. Right on. Double it. Oh. Love you, brother. Thanks for pulling me up there. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, it's, that, it's that penguin point lunch, you know. Oh, well. <laughs> you got to enjoy it. This has been a Sierra International Machinery original audio series. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast and make sure to subscribe.